stars from Hollywood and from all over the world to entertain you on a giant screen with the two colorful motion pictures you've been hearing about and reading it's about. It's showtime, folks. Enjoy the show. We're delighted to have you with us. They're driving theater. You'll find something to please you to add to your evening's enjoyment. Please, please, please to bring you our Fifi feature presentation. Presentation. Good evening, boys and girls. What's going on? It is Monday night, 8 o'clock Central Standard Time. You are tuned in to the Drive-In Speaker Box, the best in movie reviews and all sorts of fun Hollywood news and our opinions. I'm your host, the Boom Operator, Bo. I'm the Grip, Slick Doggy. And uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in. We are back again this week. We are here. Uh, the dinosaur movie has been unleashed, mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about it. So um, buckle up. Hey, thanks for the resub, Vince. You've been 11 months subscribed. Subscribe. Legend. What a legend. Uh, a year of the speaker box in your home for a low, low price of however much a sub is. And um, does it change? I don't even... It's don't approximately know. $5. $5. There you go. Uh, Dina says, God help us. Uh, yes, God help us all. And uh, I apologize in advance. Like, I, I disassembled the studio because I, I, went, I went to Denver this weekend and took um, my cameras with me. And... Um, and uh, I, I swapped the two so that we get some autofocus. But one of the cool things that I guess since this one's going to be autofocusing all night is I can get the T-Rex and go, Arr! and it's going to autofocus right like that, and it's going to look really cool, and that's going to be like our thumbnail Actually, or something. I think on that so. T-Rex, if you open its mouth, doesn't it make Does noise? Does it still have batteries? I don't know. I don't Let's know. try. Yeah. Yeah. Also, you can feed it because it has just like a full-on deep throat. Oh my god! It, wow, go, it goes do down there. Yeah, you empty its belly so you can feed it prey and then recollect Where, them later. What kind of store did you get this at? Wally World. Okay, it's got yeah. a pretty deep orifice for a Wally World to- tat- uh, toy. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, we're gonna be talking about Jurassic World Dominion uh, tonight. So uh, yeah, almost three D, yeah. kind of like that movie, which. I, I like going to the late shows, and last time I fell for it on accident, bought a 3D ticket for whatever dumbass movie. Oh, Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. And then uh, this one, I was like, oh, late show. And I was like, oh, wait, 3D. Uh, uh, uh. Don't, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't so, want that. Don't let it hit you. But uh, I'm going to have a little, a little sippy of, um, of of tequila before we get started. Would you like one to join? Yeah, let's, let's right, do let's it. let's do it. Uh, because this movie requires um, something to talk about it. So, uh, yeah, cheers to you guys. Drive-in speaker box. We're going to be talking Jurassic World Dominion tonight. We saw it. Um, brought to you by Hornito Silver. Um, <laughs> there you go. Cheers. Cheers to everybody out there. Cheers, Dina. Cheers, Vance. Um, so, yeah, before we really jump into this review, because I feel like we're going to be talking about this for a big portion of the show, because there yeah, there's probably a lot to talk about. I was gonna say unpack, and I was like, there's not a lot to unpack, a lot to talk about, a lot to talk about, not much to unpack. And as Vince uh, stated, our title, uh, he says, this is a true. You guys saw it, so we didn't, or you didn't have to. That's the hey, name of today's show. Hey, don't skip ahead. <laughs> don't give spoilers for the review that we have yeah, planned. So. We're gonna be we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be breaking it down for you, but let's talk about a little bit of news. Um, you know, a lot of trailer extended trailers happened. Um, Logan says, "Here's to deep fisting some dinos." That yes, poor T Rex. Well, you know, uh, now we know. Um, 
we've we uh we saw this movie and 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 something i wanted to mention and this isn't like news or anything but but you know there was a, an extended trailer to thor love and thunder there was an extended trailer to nope there was an extended ta- trailer to bullet train all sorts of new trailers for movies that have been running trailers forever and i hated them they were so the bullet train uh, made me not want to wa- see the movie. It gave a lot more away about the movie. Yeah. And then the Nope trailer. Gave was a, everything away. Everything. And it was family-friendly version of the trailer. It had, like, happy music, and it made it where it doesn't look terrifying or thrillery at and all. And showed, and, like, here's the thing. You know, uh, it's like Jordan Peele, you know, horror guy known for, you know, he's the new Shyamalan, whatever. And then this trailer comes out, and it's, like, mysterious and spooky. And you're like, what's going to happen? There's a lady with a weird mouth thing and like a a hand you're like oh gosh what's it gonna be dark terror and then in this one it's like aliens here's a ufo they've given they've given away the alien angle the whole time but this time you get to see it you get to see everything in the trailer hey there's a cloud that doesn't move let's point cameras at it so we can become rich i did there's your movie plot they had um oh i can never remember his name but um i you, you don't see him very often but i love this guy um his he's he was the bad guy in the crow uh michael wincott you 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 may not know this name but you know that voice like he's, he's always this guy he's like and, the ornery cinematographer that they're like you're gonna be the guy to catch the image yeah michael wincott has he he always plays this guy and he's just got like this as if tom waits and um 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 what god gosh how, how, how am i drawing a blank on the the the, the mustache um tom Selleck? no Roadhouse. sam elliott sam elliott it's like sam elliott and tom waits like had a voice baby and it was michael wincott and uh it's just like a, a mouthful of gravel i mean <clears throat> it's hard for me to do that one thanks michael oh wincott. shit vince wow <laughs> wow you see that throwing shade at the crow no he said the bad guy on the crow was the prop manager yeah i know he's throwing throwing shade at that at at the death of um brandon uh, Brandon lee Lee, man yeah that that he was the true villain in the crow sad times pour one out for brandon lee but anyway um these trailers these trailers are too much you know the 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 thor trailer and yeah just like and this was funny because, you know, we've talked about this before. It's just like the new Marvel, the new Thor, the Asgardians of the Galaxy formula is like dick and fart and sex jokes. And then it was like, no, not this one. This is going to be wow, wow, wacky, awesome adventure. And the whole trailer was just like, here's Thor. Here's Thor's penis. Here's Thor. P- people making like looking and oogling and ogling at Thor's penis. Well, and they've had- here's an alien that farts. And Yeah. I mean, this version of the trailer has been out for two or three weeks now. But uh, it's getting more out there, I guess, on being on big time movies. But it comes out God. next month. Yeah, it's coming out or really later soon. this month. But I don't like these extended trailers, and we've talked about it on the show. It's like they give away too much of the movie. The Nope one definitely ruined it. Uh, but the the new Black Adam trailer. Well, that was fresh. That was a That's, new. Yeah, because hey, Knox. Um, but before we just got like the little peek of him and getting like the guys in his tomb or whatever shooting mm-hmm. him and then it being like, well, Black Adam, the rock. He's but, a good guy. Except but yeah, not. since when is Black Adam a good guy? I, I don't uh, know what iteration. They're of, like, well, we can't make the rock a bad guy. So we got to make this true. character kind of a good guy. But it's like what iteration of DC Comics has Black Adam ever been a good guy to anybody except for the people of his like country, planet, whatever. Yeah. Alternate universe 
Egypt place thing. But other than that, where he's like their ruler and he's only a good guy to them because he's like in charge and he don't let anyone mess with his stuff. Yeah. Uh, this time they're just like, oh, the rock. And they're like, good guys don't kill people. And he's like, I do. I do. And they're just like. <laughs> Punts a dude into the ocean. And every, but, every like, MAGA gun guy is like, yeah, that's my kind of hero. So on the previous trailer, you got to see a little bit of Hawkman. Uh, you got to see a, a touch of Adam Smasher and a little bit of Dr. Fate. But this time you got to see more Adam Smasher, uh, a little bit more of the Hawk people, mm-hmm. uh, which I can't remember uh, remember the proper name of. Someone's going to correct me. It starts with TH. I can't remember. Sorry. Uh, but we can't remember all of it. You got to see more than one Hawk person. Because they were different races and things. So you have all of the uh, the Hawk people maybe showing up. So I guess they're going to have, instead of Hawkman and Hawk Girl being uh, reincarnated spirits of Egyptians... Thanagarians. Thanks, Sam. Um, instead of them being reincarnated Egyptian souls or whatever it is, where they're always in love and they have to find each other and they are they have the Hawk powers, this Lame. time they are the, the Thanagarian alien race uh, is how it seems like it's going to be. So that could be rad. Uh, and Pierce Brosnan as Dr. Fate should be pretty cool. I think that's going to be cool. I wonder how they're going to tie it into things like Suicide Squad. And, and, and Shazam. Sh- well, Shazam's easy. They have to tie it in. Well, I know, but the, the, the style. Stylistically, how do, they, how do they... But since Black Adam's taking day modern and he's going to be a hero alongside Dr. Fate and Adam Smasher. Well, then and how do this, they pit him against Shazam? How are they going to make him against Shazam? Yeah, exactly. You know, and how are they going to deal with all those jokes? I mean, I guess Rock is good at... You know, it's, well, Sh- it's, Shazam's the name of the wizard, so Captain Marvel, but people do call Captain Marvel Is Kevin Shazam. Hart going to be in the one to, to bridge the comedy, uh, the world, so that like Black Adam will have littler Black Adam, um, or Blacker Adam, and it's Kevin Hart, and he comes, come in, and he's, man, and he shoots like little lightning, and they make fun of his little lightning, and Rock goes, you scamp, and hmm. and then he screams a lot. That's probably going to be it. Sam says that Black Adam went uh, became a good guy for about a year, and even joined a, as a member of the Marvel family, like the Captain Marvel family that you saw at the end of the Shazam yeah. movie. Mm. Are they gonna? Okay. They're just gonna find the. Was one. that new Fifty Two stuff? I don't know. They're gonna pick the one. They go this this one where he's a good guy, where we can sell toys. Yeah, I haven't read comics in toys sixteen years. Oh, I'm old. Yes, we're both old. Uh, welcome to the Drive-In Speaker Box, where <laughs> our age is what uh, shows that we're right um, about uh, reviewing movies. Thirteen years. It's been thirteen. I've read. Speaking. I mean, speaking of age, you know. I mean, I remember. You know, being young. Um, I, I remember what that was like, and people that review movies now, you know, it's it's all opinion based. And one of the things that we, if you're a new viewer or listener to the Drive-In Speaker Box, uh, if you're a listener, if you just have subscribed to this podcast and you're wondering what we're referencing when we say, "Hey, thanks for the sub," this is a live stream. We do not edit this; it is live. It is free form. It's every Monday night at eight o'clock Central Standard Time. We are on Facebook. Twitch, YouTube. And you can participate. You can get, jump in on this and get a part of those actions and shenanigans. But um, the, the, the the point that I'm trying to make is we've been doing this a really long time. And, you know, I see people on these. Hey, thanks, Bottle Rocket, for the sub. Um, on these different websites that are reviewing movies. And they're just like, I wasn't old enough for the first Jurassic Park. Therefore, I've never seen it. And it's like, well, I wasn't born for a lot of things that I've seen to have frame of reference for yeah. things that I watch now. Like, My that's f- what reviewing movies about. 
my absolute favorite film is Stalag 17, and it's from the 50s. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you want to dedicate a big portion of wasting your life into ruining mo- or, or reviewing movies like we have, then, um, you know, you, you got you to gotta watch these movies. You can't just read the wiki articles. You, gotta, you see this book back here, this real book that's on our real shelf with real things that people don't believe is real? It's called A Thousand and One Movies You Need to See Before You Die. I think that movie, that book was published in like the 90s or the early 2000s. And I've I have made my way heavily through that book. It is insane how many movies of that that I've watched, and many of them came out in the 40s and 50s and 60s when I didn't come out. Then I didn't come out until the 80s, and uh, you know, so I watched all these movies, and it's important to watch movies that are, exist outside of your timeline, and that's what we try to bring you here on the Driving Speaker Box is perspective perspectives from outside your timeline uh and in your timeline and your universes and multiverses and that's what we do mm-hmm. um but uh oh dina says that sounds insane i don't consume media not cre- created in my lifetime you would be surprised how many times i hear that from people they're like ah that's where find my time and it's like well most of recorded human history was before your time it doesn't mean it's not important um as, yeah. as jurassic world taught us we are just a blip on the life timeline of uh, uh, uh the uh, uh. It finds a way. Yeah, um, yeah uh, Vince says, weird how that book has a crystal skull. In the- oh, so, so this book, actually, funny story. Um, this book, uh, fun facts, it says, it's a thousand and one movies the, to see before you die. And on the cover, everybody's like, oh, yeah, that's Indiana Jones, right? And you're like, yeah, you should see Indiana Jones before you die. You should see. And, 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 There's and, about to be some disagreement on the show every time it comes up. Here's the funny thing about this book is on the cover, it's like, yeah, you need to see Raiders of the Lost Ark. And, and they have Indiana Jones on the cover. But that image is from Temple of Doom, which is not listed in this book, by the way, and it's also an amazing film. But they use the iconic picture of Temple of Doom, proving again that Temple of Doom is way more underrated than it should be. You're just a short round fan, bro. I am a all round fan. I am a tall Dan Aykroyd hurdles them into a Japanese plane, and then he's like, fumbled it again, because, and then they... From Club Obi-Wan. And everyone talks about the stupid refrigerator and crystal skull surviving the nuke originally in temple of doom they survive a fall of thousands and thousands of feet by riding a it wasn't thousands inflatable raft it was maybe a thousand <laughs> yeah, okay just one too many feet from a plane because onto the, like a snow slope the japanese pilot guy's like <laughs> and then like they jump off after he they knock Mongolian. Them, after they jump no they were japanese because they were in they were in china they were taken they over were going the red yeah. line anyway on the map but they jump out the plane and leave indy and uh short round to die and all that stuff but then they hop out in the raft and it floats and they go whoa and then they hit the snow and it's okay and then they just slide down the mountain that was the original nuke fridge it was and it was awesome no it was it wasn't dumb CGI. it was dumb af right after you see friggin dan Aykroyd. Why does it always got to be snakes? And, you know, I mean, this is an apropos conversation leading up to Jurassic World Dominion because there was a lot of Indiana Jones in Jurassic World Dominion. There was hat references. There was escapes. There was there was torches. There was the there was lines straight <laughs> out of Indiana like, Jones. Hey, you remember how Spielberg directed them dinosaurs? Let's do that. Let's just do Spielberg Let's stuff. Let's do Spielberg. Uh, we're getting into the review already. We can't do, we can't, can't do, that. do that. There was more movie more news. More news. Uh, getting away from young people stuff, talking about old people stuff. Why something does it always got to be bugs. Something tragic. We are uh, to die. Uh, 
that we we lost someone this week, and it might not the name might not ring a bell in it, but if you saw him, it definitely would. Uh, Philip Baker Hall died at ninety. He was old. He's been in the movie film industry since seventy. Yeah. Uh, and you've seen him in something. He was in Cheers, Murder She Wrote, Family Ties, Mash, Good Times, Emergency, General Hospital, Benson, Matlock, Seinfeld for several episodes. He was an up and comer for a really yeah. long time. <laughs> yeah, he's one of Bo's up and comers. Uh, he was the commissioner in Ghostbusters 2, which they just announced that they're doing an animated movie of. Um, he was in the. Wait, r- an animated Ghostbusters 2? Animated Ghostbusters movie. Okay. Uh, he Got was it. the commissioner, or he was, he was in The Rock. He was in Air Force One, some pretty epic 90s action movies, uh, along with Indiana Jones there in Air Force One as President James Marshall. Get off my plane and just kicks Gary Oldman yeah. right off there. Oh. Yeah, you didn't even know that was Gary Oldman until I told you. You're welcome. That's why he's such a good That's actor. That's why he's Gary Oldman, yeah. Uh, he was in Boogie Nights, and what I most remember him from, because it's probably where he got the most screen time, and what you'll probably most remember him from. Butter Rockets is Magnolia and Hard Eight. Yeah, yep. he was in everything. Yep. But he was he was the commissioner that yelled uh, at them in Rush Hour. Oh, that's right. I forgot he was in Rush he, or Hour. Or the captain. He was the captain yeah. in Rush Hour, yeah. He's always Be- an angry captain. Yeah, because this actor, if you look him up, uh, Philip Baker Hall, he uh he's always the curmudgeon dude like in in everything and if you see him you're like oh yeah that dude curmudgeony he was for all, sure. always i mean yeah, like if if a production was like we need someone curmudgeony but that you can kind of be like oh, i mean he's he's just a grandpa we, like they they want someone that's angry but still has the, the like the facial like b- friendly bags of an old man the, like his face just looks friendly but he's still a curmudgeonly asshole <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah yeah he's, he's he's got the he's got the granddad look but the anger uh um of an abusive granddad i guess yeah he was um, in rush hour and rush hour three for some reason not in rush hour two uh but talking about sequels a couple of sequels got some news too uh spider verse two they announced the villain it's going to be the spot if that means something to you, there you go. I don't know. Haven't read comics in 13 years. Never liked the Ultimate Universe. Hated everything about Ultimate Spider-Man. Uh, the Ultimates was cool for Ultimates 1 and 2, Ultimates 3. Uh, and yeah. Jeff Loeb ruined everything. Um, but not his fault. His son like committed suicide. It was a messed up deal. It changed who he was. He wasn't Ooh. good at comics. But that's neither here nor there. Knives Out 2. Which uh, doesn't involve knives. It involves uh, at, onions. Yeah, it has a new title, Glass Onion. So mm-hmm. there you Which go. Which I think is... Okay, that might I, I'm glad interest. that they didn't call it Knives Out Two. Um, you know, let's 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 take this detective story on. Honestly, I didn't like Knives Out as much as everybody else did. I, I did a review it, on it on the show. We did. You can go back to whatever year that was, and um, it's probably out there anyway uh, on our on our on our um, our deal. But but Knives Out, I just didn't think it was as good of a whodunit as everybody thinks. And you know, I mean, it's Ryan Johnson like trying to do classic Ryan Johnson, and I mm. just think it, he was trying to out Ryan Johnson himself. And I think he is. He has moved past his 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 old days of being really interesting, and he's I don't know. Um, when you try to jump your own shark uh, and you you collapse under the weight of your own like celebrity, uh, it's it's uh, I don't know. But I don't know. I'm gonna see it. 
gonna see it. I'm gonna see. Mm. Um, I still, you know, that reminds me. I still need to see Death on the Nile. I never got to see it when it was in theaters. It's good. Yeah, this yeah, way you did a review yeah, of it too. It's good. Uh, I hated the color temperature of the lights, but that's just me. No, I know. Here. I remember. I, I remember you like oh, 100 years ago when the lights. There was uh, no 5,000 degree color yeah, yeah, temperature no, light well, LED light bulbs on the Nile. It's weird. It's weird. Uh, you know what though? Going back to Marvel for a second, since we talked about Spider Man, they have found a director for Thunderbolts. How are they going to make a Thunderbolts movie? Wait, are we talking about like the the puppet ones? No, Thunderbolts is the Thunderbolts are go or is that a different no? Thunders? Thunderbolts is the evil Thunderbirds. Avengers. I'm thinking yeah. Thunderbirds. In are in go. Marvel, Thunderbolts is the evil Avengers led by Norman Osborn, most famously. Okay, so uh, okay, we've already had him now, He's... but but Clint Barton at a point in time was part of Thunderbolts so I can see that they would, would bring uh, Hawkeye into it and stuff because Hawkeye wasn't always a good guy he started out as a villain and then and they I guess I guess Jeremy Renner is one of the more affordable Avengers and uh, because he doesn't need a lot of CGI and I guess he doesn't have any other things going on in his career so yeah that oh, makes well, sense he's a, he's a singer people like him he might have stuff going on I'm here. a singer and people like me <laughs> His, his daily affirmation. I just I don't know how Thunderbolts is going to work when they have like the villain squad. They're gonna it, it's going to end up being like Suicide Squad, except probably not as campy. <laughs> I mean, I don't. You got to make it evil. I don't know how it's going to work. Well, and I mean that's the thing is 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 evil is good, baby. Like that's what yeah, we Black uh, Adam. Black Adam. It's just we're we're happy. He's charismatic rock. I'm just gonna gonna punt, be super fun. Everybody likes it. It's good times. Uh, Vince is speaking of reviews he couldn't wait for uh, grip and my mom told me that she loved the new Downton Abbey movie and quoting her she said she cried her ass out um, that sounds like a medical problem I, I can't I can't get my fiance to go with me to movies and turns out crimes of the future was released unannounced last week so it was something that I had to go watch uh, we both went and watched that. Uh, she absolutely loved it because she likes that whole Cronenberg stuff. And you had a little bit of Giger in there, and that just spiced it up uh, to to her exact palette of movie perfect consumption. She loved it, uh, and I thought it was fun. And then this week, I mean, Jurassic World, and, and prior to that, we had Top Gun. Tyler what? said on YouTube, he said he got to see RRR this weekend, and it was amazing. Uh, it was playing here for like a hot second. I don't think it's playing now that we've mm. got Jurassic World. It kind of shoved everything out of our theaters. Uh, no, RRR was the, uh, the the Hindi movie that I talked about. But is it still no. playing at our AMC? No, uh, it was on Netflix. Oh, on Netflix. Yeah, okay, because it was playing at a theater around I'm here. I'm sure it probably was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it, it, it is amazing. It is good. Thanks, Tyler. Yeah, for sure. Indian cinema is fantastic. It, it They give you everything. They're like, heard you like movies. Here's everything movies. And unlike movies like Jurassic World where they try to give you everything and it's too it much. Works. It works. Yeah, yeah so. Indian movies make it work. Um, Somehow. But I, I would like to see... Uh, all of the Downton Abbey movies at some point, I guess. I, I just need to have time to sit and watch Downton Abbey and have someone that knows it so they can go, oh, this is important because of this. Oh, oh look at Maggie Smith. She's cool because of this. You know, so I'll, um, at some point, maybe. We'll see. All right. Well, um, do we want to Do we want to just get into... You got one more bit of news? I got one more thing that okay, might be interesting to you. Sarah Polly from Baron Munchausen has oh, released a book, mm, Run right. Towards the Danger, and apparently... 
She does not was, paint Terry Gilliam in a good light. Yeah, she was not a fan of working on that movie. She was a huge Monty Python fan as a kid. She sang their songs and talent shows and all this stuff. And she was beyond stoked to work with a member of Monty Python. And it turned out it was awful. Terry they, Gilliam's genius sometimes requires almost killing children. Almost killing children <laughs> with underwater uh, explosives and things like that. And Eric Idle's like, oh. but that's why it's so cool. Um, it's a weird movie, bro. Dude, Baron Munchausen is a great movie. It's a strange one, though. It is an amazing movie. And apparently they tried to kill Eric Idle and this little girl in this movie, and now she has a book out, and she's reached out to Terry, Terry Gilliam before, and he's been like, oh, yeah, okay, some of the stunts were a bit much. My bad. But also, I'm going to adamantly defend everything. <laughs> and, well, yeah. And as Dina said, she's like, oh, no, nah, we all know Terry is a goddamn asshole. Yes, he is an asshole. Well, like, apparently he's making another he's movie a with, historic a, asshole. with a child, and she reached out to him and be like, hey, as a kid that worked on one of your films, please don't be like this. And he's like, oh, please get fucked. <laughs> yeah, he's like, uh, you want to be in this movie or not? Like, uh, I mean, yeah. so, yeah, I mean, that's that's a, that's a whole different conversation. Oh, Sam coming could, in with the Twilight Zone. <laughs> they could be, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, Sam, but uh, at least he didn't actually to kill a kid like John Landis, uh, oof. But you know, I, I mean, the thing about you know, uh, uh, like the Jackie Chans of the world and the Tom Cruises of Can't the world. Do that you know, I mean, uh, like flying in jet planes is not something that, that Hollywood really does. That's Tom Cruise going, "God damn it, I'm gonna fly this jet plane," and they're like, "No, Tom, you really." He goes, "Get up, get fucked." <laughs> And like he does, just like it. in the movie at the yeah. beginning of the movie, he's like, "I'm gonna fly this plane." They're like, "No, you can't," because because Ed Harris is on his way to be Ed Harris, and that's and like just the studios angry. going, "Mr. Mr. Cruz, you can't get in an airplane." <laughs> but there is yeah. something like it, you know that's what makes some of those movies so engaging. Is yeah, okay, maybe a kid almost died, but they didn't, and uh, and it, and it made some for some really insane, intense cinema on screen. You know, there 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 are really amazing, famous things on screen that that weren't filmed with the most wholesome intent, and uh, but still became iconic pieces of film and cinema. And uh, I love Terry Gilliam. I know he's an asshole. He makes some incredible movies. Um, you know, it's. Um, yeah, sometimes art is hard, and uh, I'm going to leave it at that, um, but we'll, you know, whatever. Uh, we got to talk about what's coming out in theaters this weekend, because there is a new weekend coming, and it's got another big blockbuster um, film coming out. Squid Games 2 was announced. That's the last bit. All right, oh, okay. There you go. Squid Games. More of it coming at you. Um, movies coming out this weekend. Two little movies and, of course, another juggernaut, a blockbuster hit. Uh, the two indie films, one of them, Brian and Charles. Uh, actually, I talked about this when the trailer dropped a while back. It's directed by Jim Archer. Um, it is a British indie film that's been kind of making the runs of the circuits about a um, guy going into depression and building himself a robot friend out of household parts, and it becomes sentient. And, you know, it's it's very, you know, um, Wes Anderson aesthetic uh, that quirky, you know, it's very olive branchy, and uh, if you know what I mean by that, it'll all make sense. But I kind of want to see it; looks cute. Um, and then Spiderhead from director Joseph Kaczynski. It's got Miles Teller and Chris Hemsworth. Uh, it's about in the near future, convicts offered a chance to volunteer as medical subjects to shorten their sentence, uh, and one sub subject for a new drug capable of generating feelings of love begins questioning the reality of his emotions and his existence. Seems very strange, um, especially with these two two uh, uh, at the lead but that's coming out but of course the big one 
that's coming out this this week. And as Hardy Entertainment uh, on YouTube mentioned, Black Phone is terrific. Saw it last week. That he he saw an advanced screening of it. Oh, okay, it's, I was about to say out. I didn't realize it had been released because I just is, saw a trailer for it. It is not out yet, okay. but it is coming. Um, and I'm looking forward to that one. But Lightyear comes out this weekend. Um, you know, Chris Evans t- donning the role of uh, Tim. Uh, um, Tim, Tim, the tool man, Taylor, uh, uh, being being Buzz Lightyear, everyone's favorite nostalgic uh, Infinity and Beyond hero. It's the real story about the toy um, that that the was the toy was based on. And uh, Tim, Tim Allen, yeah, Tim Allen. He's uh, he's Tim the tool man, Taylor to me, or Santa Claus. Um, I don't know this Allen character. Tim Tim Allen to me is just a guy that sold cocaine when he was younger. But Tim the tool man, Taylor. Oh, well, see, oh, when, oh, when oh. I was a kid, I saw a stand up, and that's what made it where our family watched home improvement and everything like that so oh you saw his stand i don't even remember his stand-up really good yeah i mean it was it was home improvement oh i was just like more power yeah 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 the whole Uh, the the grunting stuff that's part of his stand-up routine so uh yeah i mean this movie looks like a little space jam journey um buzz going into space commanded by emperor zerg uh kind of telling the story of the toys um i don't know how I feel about this, Dina over on uh, uh, YouTube says she's kind of excited. Um, let's see. Uh, Sam says he would rather have a Slinky Dog movie using uh, archival Jim Far- Varney mm. dialogue. Well, Sam is a big Jim Varney fan. Me too, um, man. I'm I'm part of at least two earnest P. Worrell groups on Facebook. So uh, it's like, uh, you know what I mean? You, you know what I mean, Vern? Is that a thing? Yeah. You know what I mean, Vern? Okay. Yeah. Okay, Jim Varney. Got a Jim Varney club here. Uh, but Lightyear coming out this week. It's, it's going to make a really interesting weekend at the box office because you're going to have Top Gun, you're going to have um, Jurassic World Dominion, and Lightyear. All Paramount, in. Universal, and Disney. Just going head-to-head. Just battle for the bucks. And uh, we're going to you know, see how much money it can get from all of us to see if theaters are truly back and um from last weekend's take it looks like theaters are back people are going to the movies uh so there you go that's what's coming out some of them i wish they wouldn't yeah yeah make so many no i had to glare at these people listening to audio on their phone as the movie started last night and i was like what, what? are you doing who does that oh just some dude humans uh well okay all right uh let's i think we need to we need to we need to just get in it, right? Um, Jurassic World, Jurassic World Dominion. We're gonna we do you you wanna you wanna just you wanna s- start like I mean how do we how do we start the tale of of uh, Jurassic s- Park? You know, nineteen ninety three. So remember when the movie twenty twenty two, which you don't even get to hear. You hear the theme like once. For a second, you don't hear there's any. There's no that. wonderment left. There's zero. That song represents majesty, wonderment, and <laughs> childlike eyeballs. Your mom, uh, one of our viewers, tuning in says it sucked. That's how you start. I mean, that is how you could launch this off. But it is definitely a. Uh, hey, you remember in the first movie, the movie. Uh, Jurassic Park, 1993. Yeah. Uh, you get the same characters. You get the same outfits. You get the same sets. You get the same settings. You get the same dumb comments. You. Yeah. It, it, the movie starts by 
Dr. Statler or whatever her name is going to the archaeological site of uh, a Dr. Grant and asking him to go to this place that he well, doesn't really want to go. It starts and, with them being like, here's dinosaurs and they hang out in the snow and they bite things. And you're like, whoa, not interesting. And you have really bad CGI horses. Oh, oh, I forgot how, like, the first part of the scene, the Western, the Western world of uh, Jurassic Park, where Chris Pratt is, like, galloping on a dinosaur and uses a lasso to somehow wrangle a several-ton galloping yeah. beast into submission by using a tree stump and his hands and a, and a, and a rope and, uh, and, and then uses his crocodile Dundee powers to, yeah. like, be friends with now, this horse dinosaur. if you're expecting continuity... In any form, does not happen in this movie whatsoever. The rope thing is where it starts because at one point there's this much this rope. This is where the hornitos this, comes back. This much rope sticking out of his hands, right? He's holding on for dear life, and he has this this much, literally this pin length, four inches of rope, and and then all of a sudden he decides to wrap it in this this this, uh, what is it? The 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 dinglesaurus. No. Uh, yes, we're, we're gonna uh, call it. The dildosaurus, because it's got a big dildo on its no, head. No, it has the horn on the back of its head. I, I know its name. I like dinosaurs. Dinosaurs are so cool, but yeah, they're but not these cool weren't. in this movie. They're not cool in this movie. Um, Paras, Paracephalosaurus. Um, he, he, but then he wraps it around the stump. All of a sudden, he has 10 feet. And in this, in this dinosaur is just like, oh, got me. Yeah. We'll be friends now. Yeah, and it just follows him. He's like, <laughs> okay, cool. And like me. It's so, clear that they want this movie to have been viewed in C in 3D, but 3D's... No, it is clear... The gimmick's done, and it looks dumb, and the CG's bad It on is clear so that this movie wanted to immediately flip the goddamn table on every world they've created thus far. Like, this is something that drives me nuts about movies, is... Parasolophilus. Is, there it is. Thanks, fans. If you're going to create a world, exist by the rules of the world that you create. Yeah. You know? And, okay. And playing those boundaries. So, you know? In, in the last movie, they're like, oh, we can only fit like 20 dinosaurs on this thing and we're going to auction them off for 10 bucks a piece. We're going to be rich. And then, yeah. they, and then, oh, the entire island where the rest of the dinosaurs are gets melted with hot lava. Yeah. Which, again, everything, when you start talking about Jurassic World movies, it's like they got 250 of the world's dumbest sixth graders as a focus group and gave <laughs> them crayons and say, write what you think would be rad with dinosaurs on paper. So each movie, they neglect what they established in the previous movie. In the first Jurassic World, they go, every dinosaur has a chip implanted in it where we can shut them down, control them, make them go somewhere, and and have absolute control of the dinosaurs so that accidents don't happen. Uh, and then in and they the, talk about this for it, like a second. Well, and so the uh, in, indomitable, indominosaurus, whatever the dumbass fucking... Oh, sorry. That's okay. Yeah, whatever the dumbass dinosaur in the first movie was, that was like the Godzillasaurus. Yeah, it clawed its chip out and threw the meat at some dude that it ate afterward. Because the dude's like, "What's this chunk of meat with this like tracking device thing?" Oh no, you know. And so, and then in the second movie. They just forget that all the dinosaurs have tracking things. There's so many people who know the back doors of Jurassic Park systems because, uh, 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 you know, so they, everyone's some sort of computer hack. They can get into the chips in these dinosaurs, but they don't. Instead, they go hunt them and wait for the lava to take out the rest. They could have just ho herded them, 
onto the ship using the brain chips, but they don't. And so then every dinosaur brought, which is 20, 25 at most, plus the uh, the, the the Velocirex thing that they make. Oh yeah, the laser the yeah. laser Velociraptors. Yeah, so they all have some sort of computer control built yeah. into them, but they escape and they're like, well, we're never going to find them. They have built-in tracking. None of them ripped it out like the well, in, like the like the Whitosaurus so teeth rex. And, and that's not even the dumbest thing. The dumbest thing is it's been four whole long years since the volcano erupted, and we managed to escape with the 30 dinosaurs or so that yeah. could fit on this ship and, and the ones that could maybe fly. And now, four years later, the world is completely littered with dino- full-grown-ass dinosaurs. And, and they, they act like only one T-Rex. Well, yeah, they were well, like, oh, it took us so long to find the one T-Rex. Like, what was he, like, hiding out in Borneo? Like, yeah, what, what the, it's a fucking T-Rex. Like, <laughs> you know, and then how, how in the process of trying to find one T-Rex in three years did a herd of brontosaurus make it to Alaska? Like, right. you know, and then how were there triceratopses Idaho. in Africa? And, like, you yeah, know. Yeah, so they go, the dinosaurs crossed the borders. It's like. Yeah, how did the land dinosaurs make it? It makes no sense. None of it makes sense. How? And they all breed it. They all breed it, and they act like Blue is the only one that was like, I'm going to make a baby. <laughs> and they're like, but how? Yeah, they're like, oh, it's the only one. There's literally thousands there's, of dinosaurs. There's dinosaurs in every scene of this movie. Every in every the, city, every there's like a, country. A, a child feeding a dinosaur at a park, and it's a like, raptor that could eat its hand, and it's like, and like, <laughs> cute. And like you know, you're you're they're in you know a uh, European quote unquote European city because there's a lot of scene changes that make no sense, and in in a world dominated by I don't know war and bullets and guns and things that we deal with in our schools on a daily basis like there are things they're like what are we going to do about all these dinosaurs that are just eating our kids in the park and I don't know I guess we just don't have enough tranquilizer the brain chips from the first one or guns yeah. like okay so remember the first movie where the guy was like these are dinosaurs we should shoot them with our bullets because they're dangerous and I'm like yeah. ah bullets and the raptor dude was like Oh yeah, uh, we shut them down. It, it's like yeah. Uh, Where were no, those guys? Where were the clever girls? Oh uh, well, guys? that was because in this Did no movie, dinosaurs make it to America. Like we would have fixed this with like you know all, all all of our neighborhood MAGA guys would be like, yo, we got these dinosaurs. Dugga, 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 you know. Yeah, and especially it's like so many poachers. It's like how many people does it take to remove twenty five dinosaurs with brain chips? That the Justice Screamy Boy from A the button. second in this yeah he could go. Oh, I know the computer layout. Hold on, guys. Your dinosaurs are done. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. So nothing in this movie makes sense. And all of a sudden they've had time to breed and train these super Velosa things, which I can't remember what the atrociraptors is what they call them. And and they have like big brow ridges like idiots. And they go, we'll point a laser at them and they'll never forget who the laser was pointed. Even if they're not around to look at it, they're like, yeah. laser, that person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and so... The, yeah, there's like five yeah. guys, and they're pointing these guns at these raptors. Like, what do we? And do? this lady's got this and lady's got a laser pointer. Yeah, and it's like you're at an illegal market. No, they're pop, in a they're in a pop the Star Wars cantina of okay. like they're on black, tattooing black market dinosaur meat. Malta, and there's like a dude like, like taking a bite out of a dinosaur has, yeah, leg. Mohawk. He has like and, the '80s punk look where he's like, "I'm too cool for you, bro." 
Dynamite. Like, they walk in literally to the set of, like, Shredder's Lair, the Foot Clan, and the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Clever girl and like, and, like, the equivalent uh, uh, guy was, like, regular or menthol, like, your flavor of dinosaur that you want. And they're like, oh, you're not welcome here. And there's, like, pit fighting with dinosaurs. And, like, and you're like, what what fucking world is this? It's only been four years. Okay. I mean, it's almost been three since COVID. Sam you know? says, so it's a TBS movie to vacuum by. Yeah, exactly. If you've seen Jurassic Park, the first one, all they do is try and sp- like salt bay that in as hard as they can. But the whole thing w- with the, the Atrociraptors, there's like five guys and they're pointing their guns at these four raptors. Like, what do we do? I can't figure out what to do. No one pulls Pull a trigger. trigger. Pull the trigger. Trigger like the like and the one guy the guy he gets who, trapped and the the raptor's face is like right here and instead and he puts his gun away and he's like I'll bust out this lock it's like bro cap the raptor shoot the raptor in its eyeball that is right there yeah he's like close oh, I range. can't get away what I am I gonna do away. my leg's gonna get you I'll use this gun to shoot a hole in the roof yeah okay and then the poacher dude has the most impeccable aim ever he's like chains boom. Boom, and all of a sudden, two cages open, chain split. Here comes the Carnotaurus and, like, a Baryonyx or whatever. You just have, like, two dinosaurs, and they're like, hey, hey, we're going to bite somebody. And then why are no dinosaurs terrified of fire at all? They're just like, fire? No, we're dinosaurs. They would be absolutely terrified of fire. But then all of a sudden, grasshoppers catch on fire, and dinosaurs are like, oh, I don't like fire all of a sudden. And why were those grasshoppers so goddamn flammable? Like, (laughs) you know, I mean, I've tried to light things on fire with less luck that were were flammable and like these things are like flying around just like on fire for like 15 minutes and the one that and they gets only in, like, die the... when the plot needs it and, and then like, even the ones that are dead in charcoal they're like oh, we're, we're still burning or the one that lands in like the evil t-rex's mouth and it starts being a flamethrower like it becomes well, no, a dragon that was, that was after the spear chug god jesus because, like because he just launches that spear and then it's like by the way this was jeff goldblum like launching a spear into a a flaming cricket spear into a t-rex not a t-rex an abominous giganotosaurus a gigan grab a booty because all of a sudden they have quetzalcoatlus and giganotosaurus and they have quetzalcoatlus yeah dreadnotosaurus yeah, we saw three of them in the movie. I mean, is that like a real... I mean, a Quetzalcoatl is like a, an ancient Mexican dragon spirit. Yeah, it's the largest flying animal to have ever existed. It was like the size of a giraffe, and its wingspan was like dozens of oh, yards. God, nerd. Dude, dinosaurs are rad. Well, Unlike not, this not movie. Not these. Well, I mean, the dinosaurs were cool. They didn't do anything. Jeff Goldblum was cool. Hmm. So, okay, here... Like, he was just... They're like... He was the myth that Ian Malcolm's become. Like, they, they try so much to be Jurassic Park because they end up putting Dr. Grant, uh, Ellie, and Dr. Malcolm all in their same outfits. Yeah, he even, same outfits. He even undoes his shirt, and he goes, oh, oops. And it's like, oh, throwback, look at that. And they're like, look at the Barbasol can. Oh, it's so cool. Look remember, at Ellie. Ellie remember, Sadler's in her salmon shirt. Dr. Grant's in his same Remember B.D. Wong? Remember Dr. Dr. Grant. Yeah. He looks just like Dr. Grant. Can't believe it. Like remember? He was wearing the same outfit. They put them in the same outfits. And then they even had him like, look at the new ones and look at the old ones. They're like mirrors. Here, we're going to, like, I've got our Jurassic Park map here from the original Jurassic Park. This was donated by one of our viewers, Logan. And it's like, and, and so this was this was the planning phase. Like, here, take Dr. Grant. And this was, this was the, here we go. We're going to reenact this movie. <laughs> and we're like, it's me, Dr. Grant. I'm back in the movie. Oh, man, here's the park I shouldn't be in. I guess there's dinosaurs over here. Now, hold on. And I'm 70 years old. <laughs> so after... 
Oh, my hands look so bad. I don't like this. Uh, <laughs> after the third movie, right? Jurassic Park 3, where he's like, there's no way you're ever getting me back anywhere near dinosaurs. I almost died. It was the most awful time. Sorry about your kid. He's done. Uh, and they're like, oh, but we'll give you all of the dollars in the world for your research. And they somehow coax him into it. And you have that, like, Alan, re- like, Velociraptor face. How did they, like, Ellie's just like, say there's big bugs and you want to go buy dinosaurs because you think I'm cute from years ago? And he's like, oh. Yeah. Well, the the fans really shipped us and it was weird when they saw that you had moved on and we were really just friends. And, and so now we're going to have and a- I'm also 20 years older than you. A forced love story all of a sudden. So yeah, of course, since I'm super into you, I'll definitely go be around dinosaurs, which is the last thing I want to do. And then he's just like, yeah, thing about raptors is they'll kill you like this. I've been near them a hundred times, and it's the worst thing ever. Can't believe I'm here again. And he's like, oh, Chris Pratt, you're the guy that talks to raptors? All right, we're friends now. Yeah, and then, of course, they're like, what if the raptor bit Dr. Grant's dick off? And I'm like, why? Why? And then they have Demetrodons, not dinosaurs. They existed millions and millions and millions of years before them. Hey, and but those giant locusts didn't exist ever. closer to mammals. They're the... But this movie was Pre-mammal. really this movie was really about locusts, and this movie was, was really about a completely different Michael Crichton novel, which was about genetically engineered like locusts. It was um, about a clone girl. Oh yeah, Don't, I forgot about the clone girl. Really, she's um, like the whole. Point no, she's not. Of the nothing is the plot. Movie. This also, movie is nothing. This movie is a series of scenes that they get just sandwiching in to try and sell tickets to all of us because we hell? are so void of ideas that we have to see these recycled ones in ways that that, that, that just sell tickets where we go. Well, well, shit. I guess. How do you develop like a, a semi-British accent when you've lived in with Americans, Americans, and fetus? No. T- television for like four years yeah cloning yeah yeah and then uh, they recreate the jeep chase thing with the t-rex in in the town but with a k truck they have like a little uh daihatsu k truck that goes a million miles an hour like chris pratt's on a on a dirt bike that can go pretty quick and he can't outrun these raptors but for some reason two full-grown women in a loaded down daihatsu can just speed through the streets and drift like it's nothing which don't get me wrong dude daihatsus are rad i love k-trucks i think they were super cool no way they're going to outrun the same raptors that this plane couldn't outrun. A plane yeah. can't outrun this raptor, but all of a sudden, K-Truck is like, no problem. It's all good. It's all good. Because Chris Pratt. Because Chris Pratt. That's and then who was that chick? She was basically like one of the characters from Uncharted. They're like, oh, you ever see the Uncharted video games? What oh, you're you talking about the pilot? Yeah. Oh, um, what was her character? I'm trying and then to... when the other character saw her, they go, Dewanda Wise. I remember you. Like she, like you're like, hey, if we say I remember you, you'll just pretend like she's one of the other characters that you've known for several movies. It's ridiculous. This movie was ridiculous. Everything about this movie was some of the dumbest things I've ever seen. Keep keep going. They I'm recreate the they re- recreate the Dilophosaurus scene. They recreate. Uh, the everything, uh, the the T Rex in the rain scene with the uh, oh they Giganotosaurus. they recreate the Nedry death scene yeah that's they what I'm the Dilophosaurus the, yeah the 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 T Rex spinning around the car scene mm-hmm. yeah recre- exactly I mean ev- this movie is just recycled but it's a graveyard of parts of old Jurassic World movies and well and they even have movies. like. 
uh, Ellie's like, I'll go reset the servers. It's like, oh, like you did in the first movie and yeah. everything. Hold the on to your th- butts. The only thing missing was a Sam Jackson arm coming out of nowhere. Yeah, hold on to your butts. But instead they get a hatchet and tasers and they just ruin grasshoppers. Get out of here, grasshopper. <laughs> Those they, grasshoppers. Why were there when so they tase many the grasshoppers, grasshoppers? They just explode. Like, it's a movie about dinosaurs and they're like, but what if grasshoppers are the bad guy? Yeah, yeah. A movie about illegal cloning, dinosaurs, um, and 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 world insanity. But it's really yeah. just a movie about grasshoppers. It's about uh, bi- it's about Monsanto. Yeah, it's about biologically engineered. Um, and Dodson. Can we talk about Dodson? Who Dodgson? Dodgson. Even who, dumber. Who cares? The guy who is like. Oh, no, no one cares. It's Dodgson. It's Dodgson, as Nedry so quoted in the first one when he got the Barbasol can, uh, whatever. Yeah, evils, yeah. more evil Steve and Jobs. He, yeah, and he comes back replaced with a different actor because the original actor got in trouble for child porn. Um, but yeah, but now has become a Steve Jobs type. And um, Oh, man, we you didn't know. even talk about Ezra Miller going from DC hero to kidnapper villain. Oh, is there new Ezra Miller news? He kidnapped an 18-year-old and has disappeared with her, and they can't find him. What? Ezra Miller. Yeah. He flashed. He kidnapped someone and then what? disappeared. That's out there. That was in the news. Forgot to talk about that. Back to how dumb Jurassic World is. Uh, Our world is dumb. Everyone. Well, that world is dumb. And the whole time they're those like, we're going to have to learn to get along with dinosaurs, even though all they do is kill and eat everybody. And they show them like breaking into campers and eating people or going to people's farms and eating people. But then they, or, like, they end going the movie. into the city and eating people. But they end the movie with like pterodactyls flying with with geese and like like they triceratops just ri- show them, walking with like, rhinos yeah they like they didn't just show pterosaurs eating other birds they're like oh birds and, and they would snatch them out of the air and eat you know them. again it's like you know if what's the okay uh, dinos, dinosaur dictionary man the one that comes up out of the water mosasaur mosasaurs so the like unnaturally large mosasaur who was just like humpback whales cool i totally won't eat you. but the ship totally gonna destroy <laughs> the first time that a, a mosasaur takes down a tanker and kills the whole crew guess what we're doing we're nuking all the mosasaurs like that's we're humans we're not gonna go oh but precious life we're no we're gonna go well no it killed all these people Yeah, they're so gonna send a it. submarine they're gonna just like missile it and, and the whole thing is like at the beginning they have no the, one shoots a gun at all yeah. in this whole movie. No, by they the do. Way. They shoot the chains. They shoot the, the the. It's all tranquilizer darts. No, not to take the chains out and stuff. Well, they but shoot chains. Nobody one time like yeah like it was like oh a dinosaur boom. Yeah, which this the, I mean even all the people in the underground market they're like oh no one of the dinosaurs is loose. What oh. do we do? This has never just, happened before. Yeah, they're like I think I'll just get eat. We somehow managed to capture all of these dinosaurs and put them in one place and feel comfortable enough with them in cages and on leashes and on our kebabs that we've never even thought about what would happen if one of them got loose. <laughs> like what? And who was that lady? She was just like I'm in a white outfit and I'm mean. Beep. Yeah, Lasers. my only my only weapon's a laser pointer. Me 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 me. Like this Wonder, movie. Wonder Woman bracelet. I, I looked. And at then my, what happened to her? They like beat her up, and she's like, they took her here, Ugh. and they're like, cool, we'll just leave her. This movie is to sell toys, you know. And mm. and 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 going back, to something that I did want to say about this movie is, you know, instead of just talking about how how many dumbass scenes are in this dumbass movie, <laughs> um, is you know, the first movie continues to this day to be cherished and 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 heralded by fans because it has a sense of wonder it has a sense of mystery even you know 1993 
to today. It holds up. It stands the test of time. But this movie, the, the original Jurassic World was about the avoidance of dinosaurs. And any time a dinosaur appeared on screen, it was either a source of pure terror or majestic wonder. Mm. One of the two. And in this movie... The appearance of a dinosaur on screen is just every 15 seconds. And it's so oversaturated with well, dinosaurs that you the dinosaurs lose their importance. And It's species and things that don't make sense, and they're just in the wild, and the amount of dinosaurs makes no sense, because there's only like 25 or 30 in the last movie. And, and the whole thing is that they... Um, it just... I, I I'm having trouble now. I, well, here's here's one positive thing that I will say about this movie is I feel that if this movie was set a hundred years in the future from the timeline of the last movie, the amount of them would make sense. And it did not. And and I feel like this movie got crushed under the weight of its own de- dependency on celebrity, where the studios are like, we have to put it with familiar characters that that that, that these people know. It's like, look, we the audience, we un- we know Jurassic Park and we know dinosaurs. Those are the only characters that you really, really, really need. Jurassic World proved that. Okay, we're willing to go pay money on another dumbass attempt at dinosaurs taking our money, but. Instead, they doubled down on characters that we knew in a timeline and in a way that doesn't make any sense to make the story hold together. And it got ruined. If you had just said, okay, a hundred years and we are getting overpopulated with dinosaurs. We lost control. There's some sort of, you know, a Monsanto thing happened. There was... We're trying to fix it. They could have, yeah, they could have done like uh, Planet of the Apes where they're like, oh, those human characters? No, they're gone. Forget it. This yeah, is this, about apes. This is this is and, and maybe the the girl clone. There was a, a problem with cloning, and and they explored all of these ideas in a it, timeline that made sense. Don't worry if there's a character you like and they make it on screen. Nothing's going to happen to them. Well, there's yeah, no th- danger to the dinosaurs. Absolutely, there's no zero danger to any of the the characters. Uh, and I think out of all of them, you see one dinosaur get killed and it's the same thing that you saw in Jurassic World it's the same thing that you saw in Jurassic World 2 and it's the same thing you see in this movie all three of them end exactly the same way you're like oh well there's the dinosaur that bites people no, you're gonna, sh- you're gonna have to uh, uh, uh. get hurt. Yeah. So well, it's like the Indominus Rex and the the Velociraptor and the now the Giganotosaurus. They're like, well, that one gets comeuppance, but the rest of them. Well, and, and and the thing is, I know why they're doing it. They're doing it to sell toys to kids, and they're like, well, we got to make it more PG. We got to make it appealing to families. We got to make it. But guess what? The original Jurassic Park is beloved by everyone. And it had a guy getting his head bit off on the toilet, you know, and and had a goat leg, like a bloody ass goat leg that like fell on the windshield. And it was terrifying. And kids watched it. And guess what? They were like, oh, shit, we got to figure out how to make toys out of this because we didn't realize it was going to be such a toy boom. And they go, boom. I had all of them. But that that movie did it. And this movie like, no, we got to think about the kids. And it's like. Stop trying so hard to think about the kids. Where was the Camp Cretaceous tie in, huh? Where was the Camp Cretaceous tie-in? That's what what B.D. Wong was working on the whole time. And I wanted more B.D. Wong. Like, he was the only character that had an arc. And now after six movies, they're like, 
Oh, <coughs> the dude who started out as like a friendly scientist guy in the first movie, but you find out is like the evil mastermind behind all of this. Turns out he's just a, a real sweet man that that, that made has, a mistake. Yeah. And, and so the, even though he was pure evil in the first Jurassic World, working with Vin- Vincent D'Onofrio and all that stuff, and they're like, yeah, we're going to make dinosaurs for the military. Yeah. And he's like, genetics. I'm evil. Yeah. Evil dinosaur. Yeah. And this movie, he's like, I never meant any of it. He's you like, guys. oh God, what have I done? How, I let just me really, fix this. I would really like to kill grasshoppers. And they're like, you know what? The clone says you're cool. So come on. Let's I like us. how Jeff Goldblum was like, no, it's always this guy. Yeah. And Jeff Goldblum's character was the only person that spoke like, oh, you've got a dinosaur on your back? All right. Oh, you made a promise to a dinosaur? And then the the, the one line that he said that I really liked where someone's like, oh, you, you worked in Jurassic World. And he goes, I didn't oh, Jurassic, like Jurassic World. Jurassic. Not a fan. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, me either, Yeah, Jeff that Goldblum. line was the whole like, that was but, the big eye roll. But the crazy thing is, again, B.D. Wong's character um, shortchanged because he is the only character throughout the series that has had any character development. You, They took Grant, you Sattler, and Malcolm straight out of the first one with with how many years in between? And they haven't changed a bit. They forgot about Jurassic Park 3 and Jurassic World 2. And yeah, B.D. They, Wong has had a whole arc. And well, he's always sidelined. So Sam says we should all get Jurassic Park Ford Explorers. Uh, guess what? Another character that has had some growth and arc in the, the series. The Jeep. The Jeep, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you knew where I was going with that because you get to see the Jurassic Park, Jurassic World Jeep in this movie again. You All know. the evolutions of the Jeep. Yeah, yeah. So newer newer model, more doors on it. Yeah. Mm. Not as cool as the first. Not as cool. And, you know, this movie just has so many problems in addition to its two-hour and, two and 27-minute runtime. I remember looking at my watch going, is this thing over? Oh, it still has an hour and 15 minutes left. And uh, it, it's it's exhausting. It's intense. It's a lot. You know, and as um, uh, one of our viewers, Logan, uh, messaged me uh, outside of the show because he couldn't watch tonight. He said that, you know, he's a big Michael Crichton, big uh, Jurassic Park fan. He's the one that gave us this um, OG uh, map. Um, and here's my OG movie pin from the original Jurassic uh, uh, Jurassic Park release. This is this is real. It's got the rust on the back to prove it. Um, but he was saying, you know, the original Jurassic Park novel was also pretty action-packed, but they took a lot of that out to make it a good movie. And then Jurassic uh, Jurassic Park 3, which all the good parts of Jurassic Park 3 were just parts from the mo- the original novel that they couldn't use in the first movie. Mm. And um, But this, this just, like, is everything in the kitchen sink to a point where it just doesn't work. And, and not a fan, as Jeff Goldblum says. Jurassic yeah. World? Not a fan. I mean, they tried too hard, and you can definitely pick out the the little moments that they are like, "Oh, remember the first movie? This exact thing," and and I trying did, to do fan service. And it I just, did love seeing Omar Sy return. Uh, he's 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 the French guy that uh, I really like seeing him. The one that had a, a Velociraptor trying to eat or a Trosseraptor trying didn't to know eat how him. to use it. And yeah, he's like French special, special intelligence. Ops, yeah, and he doesn't just go oh. Like, and uh, the guy that played Ramsey Cole, uh, Mamodou Ethi, uh, here's an up-and-comer uh, if you, you want to throw those emojis up there. He was in that um, that Netflix series that I really, really liked uh, that was all spooky that just got canceled. It's called, like, you know, um, Area 18 or something like that about the EVP, the, the re-recordings. But um, also like the, I think like, we're going to see a lot more of him. This super genius was like, at two. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, dog. Duh. And it's like, yeah, duh, bro. Aren't you supposed to be smart? I, I like that Justice Smith wasn't a screamy 
like tiny boy in this oh, one. Oh yeah, he was he was just in there for like a, a, a hot second. And another thing about the, the security guy at the end, where like uh, Dodgson just like looks over and he's like security guy, and he goes, Buh. you know, <laughs> yeah, he like looked at him and the guy goes, no, nope. <laughs> oh god, this movie, this movie just made absolutely no sense and it's like how do these movies get made with these 200 300 million dollar budget and they're like whatever dude just whatever dude just put some dinosaurs in there man and have some chomp at some stuff have some good product placement barbasol they're gonna pay us a lot of money to make sure that can comes back uh let's see you remember bd wong what's he doing call him up uh we got it dude i like that the hyper tubes too they're like yo there's a whole series of networks of these hyper tubes that go underground and it's so fast and it's the safest thing but it takes forever and it's full of dinosaurs Dinosaurs too. Yeah, it's full of caves and and things where uh, different dinosaurs and demorphodons apparently, uh, or um, yeah, yes, uh, can just uh, find their way into it and just walk around and get blasted by the hypertubes. But don't worry, the hypertubes just have paper thin, regular window pane glass on it that can be broken through with a spitball. Don't even uh, worry about it. Yeah, not any kind of like ballistic glass that would withstand the uh, hyper tube uh, traversal method. But they're like, oh, what if the glass just breaks like the one in your house that you bought at the dollar store? You know, so insane. It makes no sense. And it's just the everything in it. If you even remotely start to think about it, it's just the dumbest thing. Uh, Dina says, literally people heard it was bad and went to see it anyway. The studio knew. They knew us were, fu- were puppets. Um, and this is something that we've said on the show before. Sure, because it says Jurassic and it's dinosaurs. Well, like, oh, I got to be there. I, I mean, several that episodes me. ago. I didn't, I didn't want to watch this movie. I was like, oh, I got to go. I think it was one of our viewers. I think it might have been Sam. And, and it spurred a conversation about, you know, Hollywood is trying to figure out ways to make movies that we feel like we have to see and not movies that we want to see and this is a very dangerous trend in in media is you know when they when 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 they find that formula um that means it's kind of the death of creativity you know because this movie is proving it's like well we're gonna go see it because we have to like we 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 have been engineered there's a strategy to where it's gonna take our money regardless if it's good or not and that's what every hollywood studio wants they want us to be contractually obligated to see these movies regardless of of how how good it is and we keep giving it money. I mean, we we I mean, we did because, you know, we want to tell you. But um I that's a it's a dangerous game, guys. It's like playing with DNA, you know. Dino DNA. It's, uh, it's bad. Talking about the DNA of movies here. Sam said they should have slapped the name Jurassic World on the Mummy movie uh and it would have done Gangbusters. And then Vince comes in he says instead of Gangbusters it did Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. And they just they just keep keep they're just gonna keep on pumping them. And no, well, like the last two Ghostbusters are just garbage. Just know. and they're making another one, and yeah, an animated, yeah, animated one. Yeah, they're making another live Dude, action. Dude, the the real Ghostbusters is the only good animated. Like 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 a back on our wall, we got some of the OG figures over there. Mm-hmm. Um, you point to them. I can't reach. There we go. Uh, I know it's hard. Mm-hmm. Like, there it is. Uh, but anyway, uh, we got to do the box office. We are running way out of time. No, so, we're overtime. Yeah, we are overtime. Uh, Going to give you the box office for the uh, last weekend, June 10th through June 12th, 2022. We give you the top 10 movies in America because domestic totals are what Hollywood goes off of when they greenlight stuff. We're going to start with number 10, make work our way to number one. Go for it, Jake. All right, coming in at number 10. 
Ante Sudharaniki brought in $620,000 in its opening week. That sounds like a movie that I probably need to look into and learn more about. They always just come in and because and, they don't make the regular American movie news and then they hit and I'm like, oh man, I Where gotta watch that? this. Uh, number nine, hanging in the top ten, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 brought another 750000 I think that's the first time we've seen it under a million. Yeah. Um, and ten that, weeks. Ten weeks, 189, just shy of $190 million. So uh, doing it big, keeping it going. Uh, number eight, and it's fifth week. Didn't even realize it's been five weeks. Well, it got it got boosted somehow. Coming back up from dropping down to number 21, Firestarter. Yeah. Uh, it is, it brought in $833,000. How? For a total of $9.25 million. So, I, don't, I mean... This is the weirdest jump ever because it increased 700% from last week, like its earnings. Like, what happened? I don't know. I have Weird. no idea. Uh, number seven, dropping one. Uh, Everything, everywhere, all at once. Brought in $1.3 this weekend, bringing it up to $63 million, Still hanging in there in its 12th week of release. Uh, more than what I think anyone ever expected, which is fantastic for that. Uh, another one that dropped of spot. Number six, Downton Abbey. Uh, new era brought in 1.75 million, bringing its full total in the U.S. up to 40.1 million. Probably doing well overseas. I think uh, when we checked it last week, it was doing not so bad. Uh, number five, Bob's Burgers movie in its third week brought in just shy of 2.5 million for a total of 27.2. Uh, and its domestic intake probably not big overseas on that one. I would, I wouldn't think. You know, uh, hanging in at number four, the bad guys still in there, brought in two and a half million dollars, bringing its total to ninety one point eight and its eighth week of release. Uh, so there's still that option out there for kids. Uh, and then until number, next week uh, is Lightyear. Oh, yeah. Lightyear is going to be out. And put then bad guys down. Nickelodeon samurai movie that has like every famous person in yeah. it somehow. Uh, it has uh, Kung uh, Fu Panda, but with a dog. Yeah, it has a. Uh, uh, Mel Brooks and George Takei in it. Yeah, super which, weird. Which, I don't know about you guys and where you've been when the Hadron Collider, if, if you're from Bernstein or Berenstain Bears, I remember George Takei's death being reported and it being like a real thing, and now I'm in a universe where he's still alive, and it's, it freaks me out every time. It's a, I have the Mandela effect on that one. Weird. Uh, yep. Number three, Doctor Strange uh, and the Mom. $5.2 million in its sixth week, bringing in $398 million domestic. That one's still out there killing it, bringing Disney all the dollars. Uh, dropping from the number one spot down to number two. Held it for two weeks. Top Gun brought in another $51.8 million. That's take. So it is just shy of Doctor Strange's intake with half of the time in the theaters. $395 million Doing it up big. I forgot to I don't check on where that any, lawsuit I is. I don't think anybody anticipated Top Gun being this successful. Why I would know, they not? I mean, just you know, just for the 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 uh, of it all, you know. I mean, it's almost made a billion dollars worldwide, and it's Good. probably gonna. Good. Um, yeah. I mean, as Dina said, movies are back. I mean, the number two movie still making fifty million dollars. I mean, it's looking like. You know, people are going to go, people are not afraid to go to the theater again. Sure. And the fresh new boy on the scene, the big one, number one, Jurassic World Dominion, $145 million in its opening week here in the U.S. And 
worldwide uh, it brought another 250 million for its total of just shy of 400 million in its opening weekend uh, as far as the US goes um, big big, big like a Giganotosaurus or a Dreadnotosaurus. We will see if it holds up next week, though. Can I tell you something? One, one more thing that was real dumbass that I forgot to mention. When the T-Rex comes walking up and there's that circle fountain thing and it stops just long enough for you to be like, that's the Jurassic Park sign. Yeah. 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 It yeah. knew. It was just like, eh, strike a pose. Oh, Oh, Dina boy. knew because she kills it on the whole like box office box competition. Box office, yeah, she does. Uh, Hollywood Stock Exchange, all that stuff. Um, yeah, Vince said, I thought everybody was tired of the series. Honestly surprised. I'm not. Because- Part of it might be because, too, they said that this is the end of it. Uh, I doubt that. You know, we're definitely This gonna- is the end of the characters that we know. This is not the end of Jurassic Park by a long shot. If this movie's making $150, $150 opening domestically, we're going to see more Jurassic Park. Uh, we just might not see Chris Pratt. We might not see Jeff Goldblum. And that's fine. That's fine. I Like I said, I think this story needs to be progressed way into the future to where it starts to actually make some semblance of sense. Where we can just... Yeah, and get, a, get away from things where you have some idiot that's like, do you know how much electricity is in the fence at Jurassic Park? <laughs> and Alan Grant's when like... Assholes yeah. like us can be shut up by like, it's just, it's been 100 years. Something's happened. So, um, anyway, but anyway, that is your box office. That is our show. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe. Uh, you can view this show live every Monday night, 8 o'clock Central Standard Time, Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. You can subscribe and download this podcast wherever you get downloaded, podcasts, Spotify's, whatever they are called. You can get them there. Um, and you can take us on the go, travel size, bite size, fun size, whatever you want to call it. And um, next week, I guess we're going to be talking about light year so um stay tuned for that and uh yeah we're gonna get out of here and thanks for tuning in guys because yeah, thir- 13 minutes over this podcast is going gonna be to a long infinity one. and beyond hey, 13 minutes and beyond so uh, as always i'm the boom operator on the grip and we will see you guys next week peace out y'all